0: What's going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and I have stumbled upon this article published on Halloween, October 31st. Thanks, Omar, for sending me this great article, and I'm going to explain this to you, but this is one of the most dangerous things I've ever seen. It is, you know, we talked about HTTP smuggling in this channel, guys, many times. We talked about many forms of HTTP one-one smuggling, which is a little bit difficult. You need a lot of reverse proxies. Uh, we talked about H2C smuggling, it's HTTP two of, uh, over over clear text smuggling. That was dangerous. But this one, boy, it is HTTP smuggling. But we don't. We're not smuggling HTTP content. We're smuggling another packet, specially formed so that our router. Dumbly, dumb, let's, may I say, very stupidly, tries to understand it, and as a result, does bad things. It's multiple protocol smuggling. This is written by someone, some security researcher named Sammy Kamkar, And I never heard of him before, but boy, this guy is badass. Look at his website. This is nostalgic right there. This is beautiful. So, I just followed him. I'm looking at his content. He's amazing. He's great. So he has a lot of security research and papers written and talks. So we're gonna go through it. But let's explain what he what he have done so far. He called it Nat Slipstreaming. NAP Slipstreaming. So guys, before we dive into the technical things, right? From what I understand, so this is deep written article i have some criticism to this article but i gotta say the work that he have done to um, to actually write and talk about this it's amazing he 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 tried to go through all the doors to actually prove his work so here's the problem here's what this attack allows you to do so before we go through this diagram and all that stuff but imagine guys imagine 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 you're behind a router you're in your own enterprise right and you have your own router and there you are behind NAT. so that means everything is private right everything you have private ip addresses and in your private ip address on your one of the servers that you have which is completely isolated not exposed no port forwarding no whatsoever You are running on, I don't know, a Jenkins server that is executing your uh, your daily jobs and all those scripts, right? And it's listening on port 8080. But that's okay because that server is running on 10.0.0.7 and it's a completely isolated server. So nobody can access that except for people or computers or hosts in the same network. Capish? Great. What if I told you that if I allowed anyone in the network to visit a website, and that website will execute some JavaScript that will open a port forwarding rule through the router so can I so I can execute get command from outside the router to the jenkins server and pull anything i want i'll basically have access to port 8080 in your internal server that's how dangerous this thing is obviously there are some restrictions and and things that we have to go through but this is what it does so this is the victim server this is where your jenkins server is running and if you are on that server okay and and not just not not just port 8080 any port any port you have like i said you have a let's say you have port uh 25 and it's a tv server server right or uh, what other ports you have so many other ports right any any services that you have right which are by default they are closed on firewall nobody can access them because there are no rules that says oh by the way if you go to this public ip on this particular port forward me to that there there is none like that and we talked about guys we talked about nat in this channel we talked about uh port forwarding and all these rules right check out the videos right here to learn more about so this is the problem if i am on that machine and i happen to visit this malicious website okay that that that's that that basically I, i'm going to visit that website this is the victim website this is the problem right? that's the problematic website and then that website will give me a payload and that payload will execute a post command a post request and in that request that's what we're going to explain in a minute there is we're going to smuggle some content that is usually not allowed by the router but we're gonna make it so that is uh, we're gonna form our post request so that we're gonna concatenate it so it fits right into a beautiful tcp packet so that the router through this alg we're gonna talk about it the application layer gateway is gonna start doing deep packet inspection says oh if you lined up your malicious packet so that it lined up exactly in a in a beautiful tcp packet then the router will look at it so oh i i actually understand what that means it will stupidly try to execute the content of that which it shouldn't supposed to but it will because it will it will just it will think that it's just a normal packet and that's what will happen So, so that packet will have instructions to hey please open port 8080 to the public on 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 whatever public port you want i know port 7777 right publicly and let me know and once you do that you can execute a git command from outside to that public interface port ip port and then that will allow you to get into the service itself very very dangerous let's let's explain this stuff so there is this concept called application level gateway guys and before we jump into it i want you to i want you to understand that application level gateway when i started researching about it it's it's a it's very similar to what reverse proxies does in in our day-to-day backend applications what it does in the router it does deep packet inspection. It looks at every packet and tries to make sense of it, so that uh, so that for 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 weird protocols such as FTP, which is like a multi-port protocol because it runs on multiple ports, it, it can opens and closes the the port and it allows it does a pinch uh, a pinhole so it can open a, an access to your service. Right, otherwise, where otherwise it will not be available. So, so application layer uh, gateway works with FTP. It does. It inspects the packet. So it says, oh, oh, the bio, this is an FTP request. Let me actually do open that port. Oh, this is a SIP request, a Session Initiation Protocol for voice over IP. Oh, that SIP register. That's what we're gonna talk about in in this in this video. SIP register actually have a command it's called set register and you if you give me the private IP address which is your internal and the port I am going to open <laughs> open a pinhole which is basically a public IP address uh, public port on the router so I can map it it's like almost like a port forwarding rule right so it will establish this port forwarding rule so that This public IP address, this private IP, uh, this public port will be forwarded to the private IP address, which is my Jenkins server, and the private port, which is what, 8080 in this case. That is the problem. Application level gateway is designed to to make things easier. And uh, I have it actually, by default, enabled on my router. I noticed that. It's only enabled, I believe, for... Uh, SIP and uh, some other protocols. So after reading this article, I went ahead and disabled it. So let's go ahead and actually show you. Sure, now why not? So it's under firewall in my router, and it's called ALG Pass Through, Application Layer Gateway Pass Through, and it's disabled for FTP for this protocol, for TFTP for for IPsec and SIP. It's enabled. So. Someone, if they want, if they actually can execute this attack against me and and access a port that is either listening or uh, receiving uh, or or uh, uh, being received other content, right? So any port on my channel, whether I'm listening on this port or whether I'm using it to communicate with someone else. So, so I can fake a server request coming to my client, right? So that's that's it so all of these services alg provide services for all these protocols so it will do deep layer uh deep packet inspection on these on every packet so it will technically slow down your stuff. so disable that if you don't want your router to sniff your packet and start making sense of it right so that's what i'm gonna do so i can make things a little bit faster right so i'm gonna disable all of this stuff i don't i don't use voice over ip here right so what will this do it will look at the packet okay it will and see if there is a sip form protocol and as a result it will try to understand the content obviously if it's not encrypted and execute that command no it will facilitate let's say not execute it will facilitate the the ease of Opening necessary ports so that protocol works. Does that make sense? Right. So that's the idea of of having an ALG pass through. Right. To be, from what I read online, it's a frowned upon to have this anymore because we have other methods of of uh, achieving this. So, so what 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 Sammy did here? There was a command called set register. That's one of the commands, right? And using a SIP register, you can specify the private IP address and a private port, the port, to which you want you want to access. And SIP, SIP protocol is for voice uh, peer-to-peer communication, guys, right? So in order to do peer-to-peer, you have to open a public port on your router so that communication can flow through, right? If you don't, then you can't communicate peer-to-peer for voice over ip that's why it was necessary to add this protocol so that it can pinch a hole in your router and your firewall right because your router is your firewall in this case and then it will allow packets to be accessed right if you don't have how can you do this otherwise right Without manually going to your router and do a port forwarding rule that to to allow things, right? So SIP register actually allow you to do that, right? So ALG protocol in your router is an extension that you install in your router if it's supported, and will look and will understand. Oh, someone tried to register a packet. I better open that port. And, and I better pinch a hole so that they can flow through, right? And it's, it's always temporary, guys. It's not that big a deal, right? We'll open it temporarily until uh, it flow, uh, the, the voice over IP connection is, is determined. And then we'll just close it. That's what happened, right? So that's ALG, right? It's very important to understand that before we jump in. And just this is how we track the connection and all that stuff. Good. So here's what Sammy did to to compromise ALG. So he said, okay, I can make an HTTP post request all the time, right? That's that's simple. So what if, this is annoying, that it refreshes. I wish he didn't uh, do that. That refreshes. It just it hurts my eye. Can I, can I freeze this thing? What he did is, he went to slip an, a, a SIP packet. See, this. the SIP message, he slipped it as a post request, but, what he's he is so genius, All right? He's just sending a normal post request from the victim because you just you you allow the victim, victim to visit a URL. That URL obviously did a GET request, uh, returned a bunch of indexed HTML, and now you're about to actually execute a post request on behalf of the victim, of behalf of the user. That post request contains a SIP register to open port one two three four. Right in this case, this is our eighty uh, eighty Jenkins server. So now you might ask a question: i saying, how did Sammy figured out port eight? Uh, this this private IP address. This is this is this is a restricted information. This is a security flaw. How did he find it? <laughs> Guess what? We just made a video about WubRTC and just creating an offer. To to generate the server uh, session description protocol, we're gonna give you the IP our private IP address for free because that's a way that's an ice candidate, right? To communicate, so you can get it. And and he he goes he goes all the way says, okay, even if you don't support WebRTC, you can do it this way. Or even if you don't support this, you can you can get it this way. So he gives he go, he he goes all the way to actually. Find the private IP address with ne- multiple methods, right? If he's stuck with the WebRTC, which is always supported, that would be enough to me. Like you didn't have to go through all this uh, path, right? That would make what that's what made the the article a bit confusing. If he's stuck with one path, right? He just gave you so many options, which made the article sounds a little bit, I wouldn't say messy, right? That's what my only criticism about the article. He just like. Stick to WebRTC. Everybody supports WebRTC. Like, why would you go? I mean, who has IE 11 anymore? Nobody, right? It's like, yeah, just stick to this WebRTC. That's an enough flaw. But he went over the board to find a flaw in, if you don't have WebRTC. But never mind. So, SIP register, that's what he did. He wanted to open port uh, 1234 and uh, he, he slipped this content in the post request but here's the thing is the post request is is big but he segmented it so that the maximum transmission unit is exceeded so that his headers the http headers will be broken 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 apart into multiple tcp uh, packets but he lined up his request he smuggled that SIP register content so that it fits nicely in a single tcp packet why because once you do that, the router will look at that TCP packet and treat it as its, as its own entity. And ALG will kick in because, wait a second, that sounds like a register SIP, uh, a SIP register. Whoa, let me, oh, someone is trying to do voice over IP. Nope, nobody's trying to do voice over IP anything. This is someone shady and he managed to smuggle a sub register into your content and and you trick the router to open a port that was not supposed to be opened obviously you can fix bugs in alg to to kind of detect this malicious attack i believe but i don't believe any ALG can can fix it even if they do who's gonna patch their routers anyway to fix the alg so yeah that's what i wanted to discuss guys and he gives you the 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 source code and all of that stuff. Obviously, I'm oversimplifying that like he he went through the segmentation, which is I talked about a little bit. He breaks down all the, the, the post requests into multiple segments. Not him, but he just figured out the, the maximum transmission unit so that he he crafts his post request so that the body lines up it will be broken into multiple tcp packets because yeah it's 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 one request but it's going to be broken into tcp segment and he lined up his 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 SIP register so that it fits in a single tcp packet so that the router will look at it so that it will be smuggled so that the port will be open so that the attacker can access the jenkins internal server that is just nasty But I love it. Nat slip streaming. I don't know why he called it slip streaming. I guess we're slipping something and we're now streaming stuff through it. But yeah, that's it. That's the attack, guys. So this is smuggling on a different level. That's some dangerous shit right there thank you so much sammy this is great and i'm gonna make sure to follow your work and thank you for replying for my dm i had uh, some dumb questions that he he managed to clarify appreciate you appreciate your work this is great guys and thank you for uh for Amar, i think who sent me this article keep sending me this great stuff so we can discuss it in this channel that's what we do we demystify everything software engineering all right guys i'm gonna see you in the next one guys you guys stay awesome. But guess what? Make sure. Go to your router, disable all this stuff right now. Okay, see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.